0: Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, we're going to be talking about how to get what you want without feeling like a jerk. (laughs) It's really funny. A lot of people have mistaken being assertive with aggression, and that is a world apart from one another. We're gonna demystify what it is to be strong and confident while cherishing people's feelings and respecting authority or their position of power. If you have found yourself trying to navigate how to communicate in a proactive and serve way with your clients or your partner or heck even your kids, listen to today's episode because I'm gonna really unpack and find you the resources that you need to communicate with love, not with force, and you're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, welcome. make sure that you hit the follow subscribe button that way as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it. look at these, but I'd usually drop episodes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So be on the Lord for that. And those of you guys who have been listening, thank you so much for continuing to listen to this podcast. I give So much thanks for you, because I know there's a whole bunch of other places that you can be, but you're choosing to be here. Make sure you write a review, letting other people what you've been loving about this podcast, share this podcast with someone else in your community who could also need a little bit of jolt of learning how to communicate and love yourself for the beautiful soul that you are. And lastly, if you are interested in giving yourself a little PR, (laughs) check out the show notes. There's a link to send me a voicemail message. Make sure you include your name and your hometown and what you've been loving. I love to give you a little bit of airtime. Everything we're going to be talking about can be found in my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we unpack and discover who you really are, your hidden talents, your gifts, your abilities, and where you might have been pulling yourself back. Amazing Attitude is a way to get to that. And I want to leave a link in the show notes below. And lastly, if you'd like to contact me or ask me any questions or just have any thoughts that you want to share, be sure to check out the link below, info.denisegealee.com slash connect, where you can access my website, denisegealee.com. Send me a message, connect with me if you're interested in working with me in a one-on-one program, or just reaching out and seeing any other resources that may pertain to your interest. So go ahead and check that out. com slash connect. Okay, so let's just get into this idea of how not to feel like a jerk. And the most impactful way I can share it is through experience. I remember I was on a client call the other day. And it kind of started off where the client just started apologizing. You know, Denise, I know we've already talked about, but blah, blah, blah. I know I should feel not bad about this, but blah, blah, blah. She already started off the conversation with apologies. And I remember just listening and thinking to myself that, A, I hope this client finished amazing attitude quickly (laughs) because she'll be able to understand And realize why her powers diminish each and every time she says, I'm sorry. But more importantly, this issue of we have been conditioned to feel as if we are inconvenienced by simply asking for what our needs are. And so before we get into anything about the actual tools, about how to communicate with love, I just need to ask you a very simple question. It's how were you raised, sweetheart? How were you raised, honey? Because for a lot of time, when I'm listening to someone ask me a question, I'm listening to not just what they say, but how they say it. 90% of communications is nonverbal. Tones of voice, gestures, body language, pitch. All that stuff is in that body language. And only the 10% remainder is just the actual words, the syntax, the actual construction of the sentences. That's only a penance in comparison to how people are communicating. It doesn't matter if it's verbally or on a text message or whatever. You can feel the tone. Have you ever just read certain text messages and it feels so terse and so cold and so detached? Or they just. Have are clueless, and don't even know what they're asking for, or those moments where you they're literally just bubbling and they're effervescent, and they seem like they're going, they're doing cartwheel in between typing notes. Haven't you felt that energy? Well, the same energy is conveyed when people rec- receive what you're doing, okay? And we will try to match and mirror what exactly the energy that you give back. For example. If you are feeling happy and effervescent and you're singing a song and you're doing a little dance, it's hard not to feel a little peppy at the same time because the attitude is absolutely contagious. Or have you noticed when someone who's normally gregarious and full of life comes in as if they have a rain cloud over their head? And the water's just dripping around their eyes and they just can't see and they just look so freaking miserable. Doesn't it feel as if the room is going a little bit down too? I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So this idea of us communicating in a way where we feel good about ourselves isn't just for us. It's for other people. There's only three ways to communicate with people. You can intimidate with threats. You better do this or else this is going to happen. You can seduce with guilt. Well, honey, you remember the last time it didn't work out this way is because you didn't do this or you don't want to make me feel bad. Or we can communicate with love. And that's what we're doing. But honey, you can't love other people or heck, even yourself until you discover who you are and where you come from so that's why amazing attitude is so good because we unpack all the messages that you receive from your family of origin or your culture or wherever and really try to understand who you really are for a lot of people that I've met who are have been really aggressive it was really a self defense mechanism against being bullied or teased or neglected or abused. And the thought is I'd rather lash out first and get the first lick in than receiving the lick. So that's why I want to strike first with aggression. And whenever I see someone with an overly aggressive, very dominating, conquering, competing control in a manner, I see a wounded soul. Because True strength is about their ability to manage it and dose it out in appropriate manners. But for a lot of us who have not felt secure or not felt loved or not felt heard or not felt as if they haven't had any acknowledgement from the people in their world, they'd have this machine gun strategy. Someone criticizing, someone said anything wrong to me. Pop someone said anything to make me feel bad, pop pop pop, 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 this machine gun of trying to kill off anyone or anything that may threaten their identity. So my dear, if you're feeling as if your identity is so fragile that a single comment or stare or a, a non-response will make you go to pieces, it's time to rebuild who you really are. And that's why I have amazing attitude to help you rebuild. But in our time with one another, I want to share with you some quick tips to help you understand who you are. And as you know, we talked about how your race, your culture, your societal beliefs, that has a huge impact on your outlook of the world. Because if you are viewing the world as if it is an enemy, you will treat it as accordingly. There's so many times when I have talked with clients who are in a relationship, it doesn't matter if it's same sex, opposite sex, marriage, partnership, whatever, and they view their partner as an enemy What do you do to an enemy? You destroy them. That's what you do with an enemy. I don't want you to slash and burn anymore, my dear. Because I want to equip you. Okay? So understand how you're raised. And then now, I want you to understand how to prepare yourself with a good mindset. And supporting evidence. Let me break that down. If I'm... Let's just say I, I wake up. I'm in my home. And I see this big spell on the floor. Like something sticky and gooey it looks like dried Kool-Aid juice. And I see a candy stuck to the glue of the sugar that's dried up. Then I see a teddy bear. Now I see some furry crap on the ground. So not I got sticky. Then I got, you know, these strings of, of crap on the ground. All this stuff. Now here's the deal. I could either look at it and say... My goodness, how inept, how incompetent my family members are to have this crap laying down. I need to get to this right away and and find who's uh, culpable for this and get the work done to clean it up. Or I can be curious and say, geez, this is really rare. I've never seen anything like this. Perhaps there was something that was beyond my family members' control that they couldn't, for whatever reason, attend to it. Maybe there's something else that it was even them. Maybe there was some some type of other creature or dog or something that could have created this mess. I don't know. I wasn't there to see the sign. See, here's the thing. For us, when we see things that are out of order or out of whack, we want to launch to faulting and blaming and criticizing and judging and condemning But can't we all think about it from a different point of view? Can we think about it from curiosity, empathy, love, understanding? That's what a good mindset is. And you're just not going to fall into a good mindset (laughs) through happenstance or by chance. It's a decision. And so amazing that to help you. Give you those tools to help you understand what a good mindset looks like. Because for a lot of us, we've got tapes playing in our head. When I say tapes, we have memories of our parents judging and criticizing. And as much as we say, I'm not going to be my mom, I'm not going to be my dad, we find ourselves in that same judging, condemning attitude or whoever that was close to us that was negative. Remember, our brain processes negativity one-tenth of the speed versus the speed of a positive thought, okay? It is rapid fast how we instantly jump to negative. And the reason behind that a for survival. Our ancestors needed to run against the saber-toothed tigers and the rainstorms and the floods and all that stuff. So we were primed and conditioned to think negatively as a form of defense. But look, in the real world, there's no lions and tigers and bears on high. There is the real world we have to understand, and we have to think more than just someone's at fault, get curious, okay, get understanding that there may be things that are beyond your understanding, and you maybe need to sit some sit down and spend some time really calming the heck down and thinking of things from an objective point of view. so let's talk about now I talked about good mindset let's talk about supporting evidence if we are going to be able to communicate, we first have to understand ourselves, and then we have to understand our environment. And oftentimes, we only want to just stay focused and so hyper vigilant about how we feel, what we want, what we want to see, what we want people to do, right? Instead of saying, okay, what's going on? What are things that I know of? And what are some things that I don't really know about. So I'll just go back to the example that spilled crap on the ground I gave you the example of. Clearly, I wasn't present when the spill incident occurred. Okay, I don't know when the piece of candy dropped on the floor. I don't know when the Kool-Aid or whatever fluid spilled. I don't know what happened. But I do know this is a rare occurrence in my, my household and my family. So there must be something that is out of the norm. It's happening because there's no other logical conclusion that this would happen. This is not a norm in the family. Okay, so gather evidence. What do you know? But more importantly, what do you need to know in order for you to make an informed decision? And that's where you, my dear, are going to be relying on the other person. And it's not going to come from a position of I want to get you and prove you wrong Our position of here we go again, see how they messed up. But it's going to be from a position of love. Love means that I'm going to treat this person the way I want to be treated. I'm going to have agape, God love. And that means I'm going to put my weapons of war down for a moment, (laughs) because we don't need to unleash the fury unnecessarily. And we're going to ask ourselves the question about what can we learn and how can we make it better? I'm going to repeat that again. What can we learn from either ourselves, the situation, right? And how can we make it better amongst our people or community that we're working with? Every time we are going through some kind of problem, it is an opportunity. It is an opportunity to flex your mind. It is an opportunity to flex your creativity. It is an opportunity to flex your compassion. It is an opportunity to expand your world. But when you're coming at it from an angle of, here we go again, they're not doing it right again. And you're, and you're, you got your spear and your 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 sword and your all the, your shield and all this stuff and you're ready to get down to business <laughs> and fighting no one learns during active warfare okay no one learns during active war so i want you to think about how can we bridge it so i'm meeting my un- insecurity my doubt, my lack of knowledge, with their own fears, because trust me, the other person has fears too. We often think that we're the only person who has fears and worries and anxieties and and, and and irritants, right? If we approach someone from an attitude of, I would like to learn and I like to grow with you, it's kind of impossible for the other person to feel that they have to be in a reflexive, self defense mode, okay? So put your weapons of war down, my dear. Put them down. I know that you may have grown up in a chaotic environment, an insecure environment, where everyone was fighting and feuding because just cussed, because that's all they knew. They were poor communicators, so they taught you poor communication styles. But I'm now giving you the tools so there's no excuse. For you not to say, I don't know how to communicate. Because you're listening to me right now saying this stuff. So put those weapons of war down. okay? And now I want to transition and say, know your audience. And it kind of hinted a little bit about that earlier. But oftentimes, we have trained the people around us to be fearful. I'll never forget I had this co-worker situation many, many years ago. And I remember... You know, saying, why are people afraid of talking with me? And I remember one person, a very timid voice, barely maintained eye contact and saying, sometimes it's scary to talk with you, Denise. Man, that hit hard. Sometimes it's scary to talk with you. Have you ever felt unease with talking with some people that it feels as if they are ticking time bomb you don't know how or when they're going to be set off but you know when they get red hot flaming it is scorched earth around everywhere around you who the hell wants to be around someone who has that scorched earth mentality who the hell wants to be around it so I want to tell you that if you're going to know your audience, understand that your audience may not have the tools that you have learned right now. They may feel hurt and sad and depressed and angry and agitated and insecure, okay? But that doesn't mean that you have to own their stuff, okay? Imagine I am a Girl Scout cookie salesperson, (laughs) and i'm knocking on uh and ringing on doors and saying girl scout cookies for sale would you like it would you like it now if someone knocks on your door unsolicited and offers you some stuff that you may or may not want i mean who doesn't want cookies especially from the girl scouts but <laughs> you get what i'm trying to say you're knocking and soliciting stuff like uh lawn care or fumigation or, or house cleaning or whatever whatever and imagine you don't want it you just slam the door and say no thanks don't call back or are you trying to be polite and understanding that these people are just trying to make a living? It's nothing pers- personal, and they we're gonna keep knocking until they find someone who will be receptive to the messaging. Okay, so knowing your audience knows that you can't take things personal. That people are gonna offer you rage or irritation or frustration for a bargain <laughs> deal, a fire sale. Literally, fire sale, you know. But you don't have to take it. You don't have to take what other people are offering, okay? So it doesn't matter if they look scornful or contemptuous or angry, right? Do not let their own defects of character damage your intent to communicate with love. Now, if you need to listen to this podcast again, please do so. Because for a lot of us, we have quit before we started when we communicate with people. And the way to get over our fears is to understand the point that most people are so wounded and broken themselves, they don't even know how to communicate any differently. So you are being equipped to model to them what real communication looks like. And it doesn't come from threats. And it doesn't come from guilting or shaming. And it darn sure is not coming from trying to make people feel insecure about themselves or their abilities. Remember, most people are trying the best they can with the tools that they learned, and for unfortunately, for a lot of them, they didn't know how to communicate. They had poor communicators in their family of origin, and they just took their crap into the real world, despite the fact that there there's tons and hundreds of self help and communication guides and all this stuff. People just don't like the idea of confronting their own personal demons, so they just rather lash out and that's just the fact of life. So instead of bitching and moaning and getting irritated about that reality, what we can do is be understanding and empathetic so that we may not be make converts of everyone, but we at least we can plant the seed so that people understand there is more than one option than ranting and raving, okay? Now, the other thing that's so, so important that I just want to say is that we need to get out of this business of mind reading. And this is when we think that we can anticipate their reactions or we know everything that they know. And the reality is that is not the case. Let's stop with this business and I know when people are getting into this mind reading is when they I remember going to this presentation once I'll never forget this and they were kind of explaining this product and I remember asking some questions and they kept on saying I'm sorry I don't know this I'm sorry I don't know this I'm sorry I had to look that up I'm sorry I'll find that out and I, I, I was actually getting really irritated with hearing all the sorry's Despite all the planned efforts, despite knowing everything, sometimes we don't know everything. And that's okay. But we can say, I'm not aware that I will write it down and get back to you. Or if you need clarification, say, I'm not quite sure what you're asking. Is this about blah, blah, blah issue? Ask for clarification if you are unsure of how to answer the question. But we don't have to get into this business of being fearful and running and hiding away from things that make us feel uncomfortable, we can confront it. We can be honest. We don't have to put on a big fray face and have a bravado and, and pretend as if we've got it all together. That's hilarious. Because, you know, most people can tell when someone's deeply scared. We're not fooling anyone. So the best thing we can do is actually show the fact that we are curious and we're we're learning too. And today may not be great, but we're going to improve. I mean, I'm thinking about even the podcast I made. I think, what is this? Episode number 380? Good grief. You think my first podcast episode sounded like this from me? <laughs> trust, trust it wasn't. We all work on improving. So just assume, just like with, with everything in life, you're improving in how your skill set and your abilities and you're also improving in how you communicate. Okay. Now I also want to say that this is a big thing about how not to feel a jerk is let's stop ambushing and let's stop springing requests with little to no appointment or little to no notice. Make an appointment. So let me explain what I'm talking about. Before you come to anyone and ask anything, give the subject and ask for the time that's convenient for them. Like for example, I was go, go let's go back to the incident of the spilled juice and the, the doll and the candy on the floor. I said, you know, and I find my husband, I said, Hey honey, I would like to talk with you about the spill on the floor. Can I talk with you? soon, hopefully right now about it. When we talk with people with, and bitch and moan and complain without notice, right? It is an attack to the left lobe of our brain. And most people, when they don't feel the the forewarning or the news ahead, they just jump into defense mode. And, they, and when they feel defensive, they're more likely to not listen and to attack verbally back. And I don't want that to I don't want you to deal with that. So make an appointment before you bitch, mo- moan, question, teach or preach to on somebody. Ask for their time and give the subject matter because that's going to make a huge world of difference between having a conversation versus starting a war. Okay? And the last thing I want to tell you is a no is not a no until it's a no. Meaning that when people say no, I that doesn't necessarily mean no it could be no not right now or I need approval I need more information I need clarification I don't quite understand what you're asking but because of our insecurities and fears we just jump to my goodness my idea was stupid let me stop I was reading a very interesting article about James Patterson, the author, and they were saying that in this particular guy, my goodness, he's won a Guinness Book World Record for like the most best-selling books. It's just phenomenal. But what I didn't know about him was that his first book that he published, he had to send it to like 31 publishers before like it got first sold. And then it wasn't even really a success. And then he had to work for like almost a two decades perfecting this art before he he even made a name for himself so for a lot of us we forget that we need to fine-tune and improve our stuff and it doesn't necessarily mean that our our stuff is crappy just means that we need to go back to the drawing board and tweak some things so it's more palatable for our intended audience so Never think that your idea or what you're communicating sucks. Perhaps we just need to change the packaging up a little bit, okay? Let's recap everything that we talked about. So I, I started off saying, how were you raised? What's your culture? For a lot of us, we don't understand how impactful our culture, our family of origin, all that was impactful until how we thought of ourselves and how we thought our information would be conveyed to others, Okay. An amazing attitude will help you unpack that so that you can be able to speak with clarity and confidence, okay? Now, the second thing is, I want you to be able to prepare yourself with a good mindset and supporting evidence. Don't go off guns blazing with a foul attitude. Understand that a positive mindset opens and unlocks the door to creativity and seeking to understand versus to be understood, okay? Know your audience. Understand that some people Maybe for verbal, to an email, to a text message, to having it in on Fridays or Saturdays or whatever. Understand who you're working with, okay? Communicate in a way that they find pleasing so that they can be receptive, okay? Most of us are so defensive because we don't really understand or anticipate what's going to happen next. So, in order to defang <laughs> the claw the 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 power from somebody else when they're feeling aggressive it means coming to someone politely and cordially. And the best way we can do that being politely, being polite and being cordial so that they can be receptive to what you have to say. And I have to say stop mind reading. Not everyone knows all the facts, nor can you anticipate the reaction. Understand that people are just trying to figure it out just like you. And when we try to jump to conclusions, we sound more often than not weak and insecure and afraid and somewhat hostile. So if we're coming from a standpoint of, I'm not going to anticipate nor react, but I'm going to act based on what I hear, that can truly make the difference. And before you spring any kind of details that you want to pitch, bitch, bitch, preach, teach or moan, make an appointment, give the subject and ask for the convenience to talk to them. Okay, that way, they feel as if you're giving them the time and space to think about things thoroughly. And remember, a no isn't a no and two is a no. Oftentimes, people don't really have all the facts or they feel hesitant because they need approval from somebody else, or perhaps they need to get some other things organized. You don't know Until you ask them, what do you need so you can feel comfortable with this decision? Okay. Well, what did I say that you found really impactful? Or how do you kind of get yourself out of a sticky situation and communicating with them? I love to hear from you. Contact me using the links in the show notes below. And if this podcast was very helpful for you, make sure you share it with someone else. Well, that is it. As always, I enjoy my time with you. Take care and be awesome.